Hi everybody. I'm coming to you from my closet and most of you are probably parents so you totally understand hiding in your closet or at least I hope you do so that I'm not crazy. <laughs> um, you will hear in the background my dogs walking around to annoy me. Um, anyway, this week I thought it was important to talk about um, you as the parent. Right now, it probably feels very, very overwhelming. And like you have to do everything perfect to help your child through this really shitty time. I remember feeling like I had to be perfect because Mike, Preston's dad, had already made this huge decision that would change him forever. So I couldn't screw up because... If he had any chance of growing up and being a, a functioning member of society who doesn't hate everything, then I couldn't mess up. He's already had enough trauma, so I can't, I can't make it worse. I remember feeling that way, and I remember feeling like it was, that was a lot of pressure. I don't want it to be mistaken for what I'm about to say. I don't want it to be mistaken, but it felt like a burden. Like I was carrying this huge burden on my back. Like my Preston's, how he grew up as an adult was solely on my shoulders. And that's not true. That is not true. I mean, as I'm saying this, I still definitely feel that way though. (laughs) Um, but it's not true. It is not true. I remember feeling, especially after Mike died, especially after the crisis when Preston was taken out of Mike's house, I remember feeling so overwhelmed and like I was drowning. I remember feeling like I was drowning and I had wished so badly that somebody would throw me a life raft, but I knew there wasn't one coming because I, even though I felt like I was drowning, I felt like I had made myself into a boat, like Elastigirl from Incredibles. I felt like to prevent my son from drowning, I made myself into a boat. And in the process of doing that, I was drowning myself. And I think that that is a very normal thing to feel. And it is sad. It is sad and it is lonely and it is overwhelming and exhausting. And I promise you it gets better. If you are feeling that way right now, I promise it gets better. I remember only living and breathing Preston. I don't even know if I slept because I was so in tune with him and what he was feeling. And I tried to anticipate what he would feel. And I don't remember a lot of that time because I literally just lived and breathed Preston, which which needed to be done. But I want to say, and this is so important, you don't have to be perfect for your kids. You don't have to be perfect. You are going to screw up. 100% you're going to screw up. You are human. Of course you're going to screw up. I screwed up so much with Preston. So much after his dad died. And even before that. But I remember... So Preston's dad died by suicide and his choice for suicide was hanging. 
And I remember when I got pregnant, I had been trying to get pregnant for six months and um, Preston wanted a little sibling so bad. So I couldn't wait to tell him, you know, once we were out of the danger zone. And so I had this idea that they come to my work and we'd play hangman. Are you fucking kidding me? Hangman? Really, bitch? Really? Yeah. Yep. I said to my son, who had just lost his dad, to hanging, Hey, buddy, let's play hangman. It'll be fun. And do you think it clicked in my head? No. It sure the hell didn't. Not until Preston goes, Mom, do we have to play hangman? That's when it hit me. Like, oh, wow, you are such a piece of shit. (laughs) That you would want to play hangman out of all the things in the world that you could do to tell him he was going to be a big brother. You chose hangman? And do you think that I made it better? The answer is no. I did not. Instead, I said, oh, honey, yeah, I'm so sorry. You know what? Let's play a guy sitting in a chair. Are we? I mean, that is not better. That is not better. But that's what we did. Um, And that was not a good parenting moment. That was a mistake. How awful. (laughs) Your dad just died. But hey, let's play this game. Yay. I suck. Another thing that I did is I... Um, often was even if I was minorly inconvenienced, I would say, oh, I just want to kill myself. Oh, I want to jump off a bridge. Oh, I want to shoot myself. Like, if you think about it, how many times in a week do you say I'm going to kill myself because of some minor inconvenience? Oh my God, Bigby didn't have caramel. I just want to die. I used to say that constantly, multiple times a day. And didn't think anything of it. And that is something that doesn't just go away because it's something I did forever. And so even after Mike died, I would say it. And Preston would tell me that I needed to stop, which is pathetic. That's pathetic. I should have stopped without my son, who just lost his dad, having to tell me to stop. Not my best parenting moment. And I have stopped. (laughs) But the point is that that was a mistake. Another big one that I made is when everything first started going on with Mike with the drugs and then when he died, um, I would catch myself when Preston would ask me a really hard question, I would catch myself lying to him. And then I would have to go back and say, hey, babe, honestly, what I just said, that wasn't true. And I'm so sorry that I lied to you. But I'm scared about telling you the truth because it is big, bad, and scary, and I don't want to tell you. Um, But the thing that I want to take away from this, or I want you to take away from this, is I fixed my mistakes. And when I made a mistake, we talked about it with the exception of the hangman game because I actually didn't make that better. Some could argue I made it worse, but it's fine. Um... But I made it, I made it better. I, I, we had a conversation about it. And then in the case of me lying, I admitted it. I admitted that I lied. That is so important because it's teaching our kids that we are human and we make mistakes and it is okay. As long as you own up to it, it teaches your kids integrity and it shows them that you're not perfect. And I think that's important. 
you're learning with your kids. <laughs> you're learning how to get through that. Just like when you brought them home and you were terrified to do anything and you felt like you should not be in charge of a, a newborn. This is similar to that. I mean, much, much worse, but similar. You have no idea what to do in this situation and neither did I. So you're going to make mistakes and it's okay. You are doing a kick-ass job. You are doing an amazing job. And I know that you are not being told that enough. So let me say it for you again. You are doing an amazing job. And you are a badass. You were left to fix what you didn't break. And you don't have any rule book on how to do that. You don't have instructions. You're a badass. And just keep crushing it, honestly. Keep crushing it. The next thing I want to talk about is... Is obligations. And I need it to be known that you don't owe anybody anything. You don't have any obligation to anyone but your children. That includes your co-parent... That includes your co-parent's family. That includes your family and your friends. You don't have any obligation to them. The only obligation you have is to your child. I feel like when... I feel like a lot of times... If somebody's not a part of your child's life, they want to put the blame on you. That is not the truth. (laughs) That's not the truth. Um, If somebody wants to be a part of your child's life or your life, they will make the effort to do so. If they don't, then their intentions are pretty clear. Um, Preston has seen Mike's family twice since Mike died. Two times. Okay. Okay. Three times. Because once was at the funeral. So... Three times in three years, Preston has seen Mike's family. And before Mike died, we could have walked into a Walmart and seen every single member of Mike's family, and Preston maybe would have known one of them. So, it's not my job to keep up that relationship. That's not my job. My job is to love and protect my child. That's my job. I have no obligation to anybody but him. I made it a rule, not really a rule, a boundary that that I'm not going to bend over backwards to try and get someone to be a good relative to my son just because his dad died. That's not my job. I am already trying to... Again, not to be corny, but I'm already trying to fix what I didn't break already without instructions. I do not have the time or the energy to try and make you be a good relative. That's not my job. However, a huge all caps, however, if somebody reaches out to me and says, Hey, we would love to some of Preston's school pictures. Hey, we were wondering when Preston's sports games are. We would love to come. Hey, 
when is his party? We want to be there for that. I would bend over backwards. I would move heaven and earth to make that happen because that's more people to love my son. So of course I'm going to do that. Of course. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Yes. If, if they reach out to me, by all means, I will move heaven and earth to make it happen. And I have. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. That being said, I will not reach out. That's not my job. It's not my job. And it's not your job. You have no obligation to anyone but your children. None. So regardless of what people say, because they will try and bring you down, they will absolutely try and put the blame on you and say that you kept your children from them or or whatever excuse they can come up with to feel better about it. <laughs> That's not your fault. You know that you are doing what is best for your child and you know that that if they just asked, you would do it. But it's not your obligation. It's not. It's not. So this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than the other ones. Um, But the things that I want you to take away from this particular podcast is you are amazing. You are a badass And you are doing the very best for your kids. The very, very best. You are going to make mistakes. And that's what makes you the beautiful ass mess that you are. You're going to make mistakes. And you're going to make them right. And show your kids what it's like to be an adult full of integrity. They're not going to love you any less because you asked them to play hangman. You are a good parent. It's okay to make mistakes. Secondly, you have no obligation to anybody. Not not anybody, but your children. You do not have to reach out and try and forge a relationship with relatives that don't ask to be there. You know the right thing to do. You know what's best for your kid. And you're amazing. That's all I got. That's all I got this week. I really hope you guys have a great week. Um, If you could please like, share, follow, comment. Let me know what you want to hear. Ask me any questions that you have. I would love to interact with you guys. Thank you. You guys have a good week.